a Monday morning, and dreamers, you know what that means. Welcome back to the Isolation Station of Love. This is Daz Does Disney, and I'm your host. It's me. It's me. It's the D-O-Z. Landed the Daz Stone, kicking your week off the right way with a little bit of Disney news. Once again, flying solo this week, Steffers is returning from Orlando, Florida, where she had a media pass to LeakyCon. No, that is not a convention for people within continents. It is a convention for Harry Potter, and I'm sure she'll be talking about it on this upcoming episode of Adventures with Steppers. Be sure to check that out whenever it drops and wherever you get your fine podcast at Adventures with Steppers. Follow her on Twitter at AsianZing95 as well. But look forward to having Steppers back next week. But just me this week once again, but did want to bring you a little bit of Disney news to kick your week off the right way. An emphasis on a little when I say a little bit of Disney news, because honestly, not a whole lot happening down at the House of the Mouse in Orlando, Florida over the last seven days. And, you know, sometimes that's good. Biggest story coming out of Walt Disney World this week uh, has to be the launch of Magic Band Plus. Uh, they went live, released to the wild this past Wednesday. They're now available at various retail shops in Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Epcot, and Hollywood Studios. They are available at Shop Disney Online, and they're also now available for pre-arrival on Shop Disney for annual pass holders and resort guests. Uh, if you are staying on property, you know, in past you could get a uh, Magic Band sent to you. Yes, I know they previously were free. Now they're not. You have to pay. Uh, but now you can pay extra for uh, that as well. Uh, and Disney will send that to you and get it personalized. That's the route that I went since I'm a pass holder. Uh, I got to say, last week you might remember me talking about one of the things I was most looking forward to with the Magic Band Plus was the nighttime spectacular interactivity that it was going to have. And I compared it to what the University of Tennessee had done with its football and basketball uh, atmosphere, how it enhanced that. And the video that I saw, at least, of uh, the Epcot one, kind of underwhelming. Now, that might be, maybe I built it up too much in my mind, but I don't seem to be alone in that sentiment. Uh, everybody on social, well, I say everybody, the people that I'm interacting with on social, they seem to kind of be arriving to that same conclusion as me. Maybe they also built it up in their minds as well, or they're just underwhelmed with what they're getting. Now, because this is a piece of technology, maybe Disney could update it in the future, or they will release Magic Band Plus 2.0 and we'll get something even more fancy and more costly and it will get that experience that we built up in our brains uh, and got our expectations built up. But uh, as it stands right now, I'm kind of a little underwhelmed with what we're getting when it comes to the nighttime spectacular interactivity. But I am looking forward to experiencing it for myself when I'm down later this year. So maybe uh, it will translate better in person as opposed to watching a YouTube video. Uh, but speaking of updates, uh, much like a lot of pieces of technology, Magic Band Plus did come with a day one update uh, and you can download this through the my disney experience app takes about five minutes according to reports and the update which lists 
quote, bug fixes and overall performance improvements. Again, takes five minutes, but uh, also we did discover when you're buying it straight out of the box, doesn't come with a lot of battery charge. And, uh, and we did discover Magic Band Plus is something you are gonna have to charge. And uh, we have reports out there uh, that to get a full charge on a Magic Band Plus takes roughly 75 to 90 minutes. Uh, so you are probably going to want to have some portable charger, maybe a fuel rod uh, that are available in the park. You can swap those out at various points throughout all four parks. Uh, though the last time I was down there, they seemed to be fewer and far uh, and harder to find, but maybe I just wasn't looking hard enough. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, Magic Band Plus, now that they're out in the wild, what Disney is going to do to implement more I guess, use for this new piece of technology. Um, I'm still not going to say that I'm out or I'm down on Magic Band Plus. I ordered mine on Wednesday when they were first released. I got the Magic Band Plus that has, uh, I guess, representation for all four parks. I think it's called Four Parks, uh, appropriately enough. And I'm looking forward to... Uh, it showing up, charging up, and using it when I'm down later this year. And uh, looking forward to seeing what Disney has to uh, do with this going forward. And then want to talk about some updates to park times for the month of August. Uh, and this goes for all four parks, getting a little bit more bang for your buck. And uh, this also applies for some select days for Mickey's Not So Scary as well. In the Magic Kingdom, starting yesterday through August 27th, park hours have extended from opening at 9 a.m., now closing to 11 p.m. Previously, park hours had been 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. That is starting today through August 27th, with the exception of August 12th, August 16th, August 19th, August 23rd, and August 26th. I know, very confusing. You might be asking yourself, why are those dates not included in the 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. closing? Those five specific dates Park hours have been extended from 8 a.m. opening to a 6 p.m. closing. The reason those five days are being changed, those five days are going to be for the first five days of Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. So Disney, yeah, they're having to shut down early because of the after-hour party going on later in the evening, but they are opening one hour earlier in the day. Now, generally, people if they see the reduced hours in Magic Kingdom, they might stay away. But Disney might be thinking, hey, uh, we'll give them an extra hour for the opening. Maybe that'll get some more people through the turnstiles in the Magic Kingdom. So I don't know. Uh, I'll be interested to see if uh, Disney does apply this to more dates for Mickey's Not So Scary, but uh, keep an eye out on that. But as of now, as of this recording, as of August 1st, also, holy crap, it's August 1st, y'all, uh, somehow. Uh, that is only for, again, August 12th, August 16th, August 19th, August 23rd, and August 26th. Moving over to Epcot, starting July 31st, yesterday, running through August 27th. Park hours have been extended from 8.30 a.m., to 9 p.m. Previously, Epcot was opening at 9 a.m. and closing at 9 p.m. So you're getting an extra 30 minutes in Epcot. 
Moving over to Disney's Hollywood Studios, starting July 31st, running through August 27th. Park hours have also been extended 8.30 a.m. opening to 9 p.m. closing. Previously, park hours were a 9 a.m. opening to a 9 p.m. closing. Again, 30 extra minutes in Disney's Hollywood Studios. And then finally, Disney's Animal Kingdom, starting July 31st, running through August 27th. Park hours have been extended 8 a.m. opening to 8 p.m. closing. Previously, Disney's Animal Kingdom was opening at 8 a.m. and closing at 7 p.m. So unlike Epcot and unlike Hollywood Studios, where you were only getting 30 extra minutes in the park, Disney's Animal Kingdom, you're getting a full extra hour and you're getting it at the end of the day. I know we were talking about Mickey's Not So Scary, how uh, you were getting an extra hour in the morning on those five specific dates. Uh, we now have our second confirmed a sellout date for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. To the surprise of no one, the first one, Halloween night itself, October 31st. That's a Monday this year, so plan accordingly. Uh, that one sold out first. But the second date to sell out is Tuesday, August 16th. That is now sold out. And that is one of the cheaper nights. You might remember when we first talked about Mickey's Not-So-Scary, the price points and the price ranges. That is one that falls in the uh, ages three to nine, $99 to get in and ages 10 and up $109. That is one of those dates that has sold out. Uh, you do still have a handful of those dates left if you do want to get in on Mickey's Not So Scary at a cheaper option. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see more Mickey's Not So Scary party events sell out because this is a very popular event and this is the first year it's been back since uh, the pandemic. Uh, we had Boobash last year to uh, mix to negative reviews, negative review in my instance. But uh, keep an eye out on that. If you and your party are wanting to attend a not-so-scary party this year, uh, might not be a bad idea to get in while the getting is good. And then finally, staying in the Magic Kingdom. According to Disney's website, there will be multiple days where there will be no 12 noon showing of the Disney Festival of Fantasy Parade at Magic Kingdom in early August. Now, a lot of dates, a lot of times are going to be thrown out. So if you hear a day uh, that you and your party are going to be in Magic Kingdom, take note. So here we go. August 3rd, you're going to have two runnings of the Festival of Fantasy Parade, both at noon and then one at 3 p.m. August 4th, no noon showing that day, just a 3 p.m. running of the Festival of Fantasy Parade. August 5th, you're going to have two showings, one at noon, one at 3. August 6th, back to one, just the 3 p.m. running of the parade. August 7th, noon and 3. August 8th, just the 3 p.m. showing again. August 9th, we're back to 2. Noon and 3 are going to be your options for the Festival of Fantasy Parade in Magic Kingdom on August 9th. August 10th, down to 1 showing of it. Again, 3 p.m. is your only option. And then finally, August 11th, noon and 3 are going to be your options for Festival of the Fantasy Parade in Magic Kingdom. All other dates between July 25th and September 3rd have both the 12 p.m. and the 3 p.m. performances listed. And as of now, it's unclear why Disney is trying out an alternative schedule with fewer performances. But if we hear anything, we'll let you know. Remember when I said it was a light on news this week? 
that's how light we're talking. So I'm, uh, yeah, that's the, that's that's all we got this week. Not a lot happened, and uh, I'm kind of okay with that. Sometimes no news is good news, kids. But uh, yeah, Steffers will hopefully be back next week. Um, uh, she can regale us all with her stories going down to LeakyCon. She can tell us uh, her thoughts on the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster uh, if she made it through without uh, up chucking. Uh, she was able to get that caramel corn that she uh, really wanted. And uh, yeah, look forward to having her back. Looking forward to having the whole team uh, back together on the podcast. Uh, ugh. <laughs> But yeah, looking forward to having her back, and uh, I'm going to be a tired puppy next week because I will just have been uh, getting back from Nashville going to see uh, Hamilton. So uh, that'll that'll be fun. Uh, so, uh, if, so if you thought the bar was lowered this week, lower your expectations even further. Next week is going to be even worse. Follow me on Twitter, L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can follow me, 280 characters at a time on Twitter. Also follow the show on Twitter, twitter.com slash Disney. That's D-O-Z-D-O-E-S, and y'all know how to spell Disney. Uh, we're getting a lot of interaction on there. Uh, always appreciate that. We still have tons of your answers uh, to read uh, what you would do with uh, with Dino Land in Animal Kingdom. Uh, when Steffers gets back, we'll read that. So if you have yet to weigh in on that conversation, you still got some time to get at us. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Best uh, best fans in the podcasting game. Greatly appreciate it. Love each and every one of you. But uh, thank a cast member. Thank a team member. Disney Universal, pay your cast members and pay your team members a living wage. They make the magic happen. We love coming down to your parks. We even tolerate spending all of our money down at your parks, but without them, none of it would be possible. Be decent to each other. You don't know what everybody else has going on in their life. You don't know how far a kind word or a kind gesture could go. And uh, be good to yourself. Take care of yourself. Take care of your mental health. There's a lot of negativity out there. So, uh, and sometimes we don't talk about our mental health enough. And sometimes our mental health just as important as our physical health. So uh, my name is Landon Doan. We thank you for joining us. Another episode of Dawes Does Disney. You've been great. We've been Dawes Does Disney. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic morning monorail logo and all its variants, that was love of the mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia 
or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything up. I just always wanted to say that. Yeah.